Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Your nature is light and love. You are pure, pristine, perfect. You are whole and complete. You are immense, vast, unfathomable. You are infinite, boundless, limitless, edgeless, seamless. You are formless, causeless, beginningless, endless. You are beyond concepts. You are the infinite space of consciousness. You are bliss. You are magnificent and glorious. You are enormously powerful, unique, special, precious. Your essence is indescribable. It is beyond time and space. It is attributeless. You are free, free from any troubles. You pervade creation. You are in differentiated consciousness. You are everything, everything that appears. Separate is only an appearance. Your worth is beyond estimation. You are one with all. Welcome to 1111 Talk Radio. I'm excited to begin a brand new season in 2019 with a powerful new guest. And I started off by reading a wonderful script within his book entitled Just Be, Transform Your Life and Live as Infinity by Suresh Ramaswamy. Before I get into telling you a little bit about my guest, I just want to say that we have an incredible lineup of guests coming up in this new season of 1111 Talk Radio. It is wonderful to be back on the air with you uh, after a bit of a hiatus and to bring you some wonderful voices that are bringing richness to the expansiveness that we all are definitely connect in each week and hear rather uh, live or in archives all that we have going forward you can stay in touch with me on facebook twitter uh, instagram youtube any of the social media at i am simran 1111 or simran sing 1111 now to my wonderful guest my guest today is suresh ramaswamy and he has written a book called just be He is a visionary entrepreneur, an engineer, and executive, and he brings an inspired yet pragmatic approach to elevating the level of well-being on our planet. Towards this end, he founded the Radiant Field Foundation, a nonprofit organization dedicated to furthering the evolution of human consciousness. He's also a teacher of the inspirational course, Transform Your Life, Awakening the Leader of the Accelerated Growth Program, an organizer of the popular Wellness in All Dimensions group. He lives in San Diego, California, and his website is justbebook.org. And I want to tell you a little bit about this book that we're going to be talking about today. It is about transforming your life and living as infinity, and it is divided into three parts. This first part of the show, we're going to Uh, go into the part of the book that goes into the landscape, which is the terrain of the human experience and how this is encountered by an individual going through the states of identification. In the second part of the show, we're going to step back and look at a little bit of the grand picture of creation as the fields of light and infinity itself and how we can find our way out of the limited conditions of our daily life. And the third part, we're going to dive into his section of the book, which is Living as Infinity, where we understand the final phase and the transformational process of how to live and have these glimpses of infinity 
so that they turn into a continual beingness as essence. So without further ado, I want to welcome you, Suresh, to 1111 Talk Radio. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you, Simran. It is such a delight uh, to be here uh, speaking with you on 1111 Talk Radio and to be connecting to your listeners. Uh, I'm sure they're so delighted to see you're back on the air because you offer such incredible insights. So I'm very much looking forward to our conversation. Well, I think it's a beautiful book that you have written, and I'm thrilled to have you. Uh, I wanted to start off with that initial script that you have in the beginning of the book, and I'd like to move into next another quote that you have, which is, you tread on a pathless path, walk through a gateless gate, and arrive at a stateless state. And when we speak of being, that can be such a nebulous concept for so many people. We we have some thoughts that being means self-care and uh, doing things where we're very still and we're just sometimes even overtaking care of ourselves because it's the ego really wanting that. Other times there are concepts of being as uh, being so much a part of what you're doing that it becomes who you are. And then there's a concept of being as infinite space. Can you give a sense of how you have seen and experienced being and what the real approach is through the course of your work as well as in this book? Wow, fabulous question. Uh, So much to say in response to that. So (laughs) let me just start with this. Um, First of all, as we, some of us, you know, have embarked on a journey of growth, we recognized at some point that uh, I really want to evolve consciously. And uh, when we do that, you know, we, we turn to various resources. We may turn to perhaps our religion or perhaps uh, a spiritual tradition or a wisdom tradition that really resonates with us. And we embark on a, you know, a series of perhaps practices, um, understandings uh, of ourselves and of our journey. And uh, sometimes what can happen is we, we become really good practitioners. You know, we can actually get caught up even in that. Uh, and, and we can uh, get trapped in a world of doing, uh, which is basically saying, you know, I'm going to do, do, do till I get there, wherever there is. And so for uh, perhaps a spiritual aspirant, there might end up being something we might call realization uh, or enlightenment or a term like that. And I've, uh, having encountered many, many people and worked with them, I've noticed that, that that is yet another trap we have to dig ourselves out of. And then the question arises, you know, what is, what is this thing that, that we're really aspiring to and what does it look like? And that's what I've distilled in the book and, and the term beingness or pure beingness to me really captures it in a very simple way. And what I mean by that is when we truly discover who we are, our, our true essence, uh, then actually it's mind-blowing. We find that everything we were looking out there is actually in here, and it's, it was always there, uh, as it turns out. So we become friends again, if you will, uh, with this essence and find that it is so complete, so fulfilling, so satisfying that you don't really need anything else at that point. You know, there's no other outward doing that, 
that is necessary. It's, it's inherently complete. And so what do we do? We, we, if you want to call it what do we do, we, we rest in that state of being who we are. We abide in this state of being who we are. And this is not even a state. It's a pure um, beingness, which is, which is simply relaxing into our true infinite nature. So this is something, again, we discover as we get to be uh, close to our essence, that this essence is absolutely remarkable and mind-blowing. It's, it's infinite and connected and complete. So beingness becomes, to me, abiding in essence, in a nutshell. Suresh, you know, that's, beingness is the concept probably everyone wants to attain, and yet it is the most foreign place for so many individuals, particularly at a time now where society has conditioned our young people, uh, media has portrayed to our society, you know, that celebrity status or large followings or uh, building uh, big businesses or attaining great wealth is the key, you know, to to our value, to being worth something, to have uh, had a significant existence in this lifetime. And so we become conditioned into this doing way that you have talked about. And all of that to me, has to do a lot with identity. I know that in my own hiatus, a huge part of my process was to dissolve the identity uh, because we can only touch essence when we're no longer there. You speak to identity a bit in the book and, and about how we do have to get past our stories or our histories and allow the cogs of identity to be loosened somewhat to get into that place where we can be prepared to relax, to rest, to to open to places that are opposite of agenda. Speak a little bit to identity and how that is the beginning step and what is the first step from there. Mm-hmm. Indeed, identity is, is absolutely a key concept uh, throughout all this. And, you know, in the initial formative stages, we have a tendency to uh, listen to our family, listen to outward uh, sources of, you know, authority as we see it, and naturally project um, that I would like to do good in the eyes of all these people. So that sets us up, uh, in a sense, for engaging with the outside world and achieving in various ways uh, and having outward experiences as a way to feel fulfilled. And so this is, I would say, uh, the first sort of development of identity where you could almost say it's kind of partly a necessary step that we form uh, an identity only to have to eventually dissolve it. But um, this identity, which is primarily external, externally oriented, which means it's grounded in the so-called finite physical reality, it's grounded in the world of doing because everything... Uh, requires some doing, and so uh, we, we we start on this path of trying to do our best and trying to feel good while we're doing that. Um, unfortunately, we all discover in our own ways, whether it's through career or relationships or simply looking at the state of the world and seeing that, oh boy, there's so many crazy things going on out there 
that we feel <clears throat> something's not working here, you know, and all that I was promised through all these achievements, you know, it's, it's falling short. I'm not feeling that deep abiding sense of fulfillment. And people around me, uh, well, they, they too keep falling short. Uh, it seems like where are these people who are really, truly understand me at the deepest level? So this is, this sort of is a disillusioning and oftentimes disheartening experience. Um, and it's a turning point. It's a turning point because for the first time we say, you know, I really want to find out what life is all about. And I truly want to, truly am willing to do what it takes to go there. And I'm truly willing to let go of what it takes to go there. So uh, that's when we actually dive deeper into many of these wisdom traditions, truths. Um, and, and so that's kind of the backdrop where we, we certainly start going from outer orientation to inner orientation. And I think going back to what you asked about identity, I think for the first time we shift from uh, the world of experiences, looking outside there, to the experiencer. So for the first time we ask ourselves, who am I who's going through all these experiences? Yes, I had some good experiences, some not so good experiences, but who is this that's going through that? And this puts us on the journey towards essence, towards our own essence. And as we make our way through layers of our identity, we realize that each layer is simply something we thought we were, that we had picked up along the way and gotten confused with. And it's really not us. So we end up going one layer deeper. And so there's the shedding of layers that happens uh, as we truly discover who we are and as we move towards our essence. So that's kind of the, the, the journey. Uh, and if I were to say, you know, as you really start getting into, into it, you realize it's a matter of letting go. So it becomes a matter of, I see, I thought I was this thing, but it's not really true. Okay, now how quickly can I let it go? And this is the skill we develop. And this to me is a very fundamental and important aspect of spiritual growth. How fast can we let go and shed identities that we know are no longer us? And then we can go closer to essence and closer and closer. You state it in the book very clearly uh, that that change is from looking outward to looking inward. And you also talk about how the perspective has to center around being and not doing. And it's not that that we're not doing anything, but you say it is doing without doing. Uh, there's so many things that actually pull us towards doing this orientation, and, and you list some of those points as to what really creates that doing nature within us. Can you list some of those things uh, for the audience right now that, that are key signs that we're caught up in that doing mode and we need to shift? Yes. So one of the things about this whole doingness thing is it's so prevalent. You know, everywhere we see around us, uh, it seems like um, it seems like that's the 
model that everybody is operating on. So it's even hard to see that there's something else that's possible. And that's the thing, right from the beginning, right from perhaps our you know, early schooling, uh, perhaps our uh, family conditioning, uh, we see people around us basically to make sense of the world. And everybody is caught up and they're saying, you better do this too if you want to succeed in life. So that's the first thing that, that happens is instead of looking to places like nature, which is an absolutely incredible model for being, we look to people who are trapped, who are already trapped. And, and uh, so this is where it begins. So conditioning and then achievement orientation is so common. We say, hey, I'm a good person. I want to do well in life. So what does that mean? Well, now you have to do 25 things to get there. So uh, this is, uh, we pick up a book or we switch on the TV. It's all about people who are doing stuff and we assume uh, they must be feeling pretty good. So I better do those things too. So this, it's really limited beliefs and conditioning at the end of it. You know, that's wherever we pick that up from uh, that causes us to go in this direction. I'm going to take a quick commercial break right now as we talk about Just Be, Transform Your Life and Live as Infinity. Doing takes us to minuteness, a small sense of self that is disconnected from the larger reality. When being predominates us, we operate from a more expansive self connected to a larger reality. The astonishing observation when we allow being to lead is that doing is taken care of. The actions that emanate therefrom are efficacious and optimal in ways that we cannot even begin to evaluate objectively. After all, we are human beings, not human doings. Doing is mind-based. However, being is essence-based. This is from... Suresh Ramaswamy's book, Just Be, Transform Your Life and Live as Infinity. You can find out more at justbebook.org. And also, uh, I wanted to mention that this is a four-time award-winning book. The Reader's Favorite 2019 International Book Awards, 2018 International Soul Bridge Mind Body Spirit Awards, the third annual Body, Mind, Spirit Book Award, and the 2018 Nautilus Book Award as well. We'll be right back with Suresh Ramaswamy and JustBeBook.org. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset. 
Discovering the Heart and Stepping into Conscious Living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more? More joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships? More empowered community, greater fulfillment, and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. You can always check out the archive issues of 1111 Magazine digitally on the website, 1111mag.com. New issues will be posted as of October. Very excited to celebrate many of the beautiful voices and expressions that are around our planet. So often it is uh, the most well-known names that get the most coverage. And what I delight in is allowing individuals from all walks of life to have the light shined upon them because we all have wisdom to share. So check out those magazines as well as the archives of 1111 Talk Radio. And soon we will have online courses being released as well for many of these beautiful individuals. Having balanced emotions gives us the ability to recover quickly from challenges, gain wisdom rapidly, and have a positive life experience as we evolve. An emotionally intelligent person outshines a version of themselves with high analytical intelligence but underdeveloped emotional skills. Emotionally intelligent people are able to make more out of the experience of life with fewer bruises and scarves. So what are emotional skills? They include emotional agility, emotional awareness, emotional communication, emotional regulation, emotional resilience. These skills collectively referred to as emotional intelligence and emotional competence ensure a positive life experience, even more so than an academic excellence or conventional achievements. This is from the book, Just Be, Transform Your Life and Live as Infinity by Suresh Ramaswamy. You can find out more at justbe.org. And also, uh, when you go on his website, check out some of the upcoming events. He has a Tasting Infinity Transformative Weekend Retreat near La Jolla in San Diego, California on October 26th and 27th. So you might want to find out more about that along with all of his other offerings. I love how you went into, Suresh, uh, a topic about gravity, the gravitational field and velocity. And so often when individuals hit 
uh, trauma or trials or, as you list them, trials, tribulations, torment or trepidation in their lives, those challenges can can make life feel like you're walking through sludge and slow you down to a point for many people where they come to a complete halt. Uh, I know specific experiences can can bring a person to a place where they don't even know how to move forward. Talk a little bit about that gravity and the gravitational field and how we can spark into that velocity to start moving forward again and how that is part of our journey of transformation to just being. Indeed, indeed. I think the human journey, you know, if I had to pick only one thing uh, that it would be nice for every human being to know, it is this understanding of emotions. You know, we we often just kind of... uh, uh, just just make our way through it um, and and stumble and fall and uh, the journey of understanding our own emotions tends to be very haphazard and uh, often to me at the end of the day more painful than it ought to be um, so we we end up having a series of adaptations as we go along because things we feel good we we lean towards those things that that caused us pain, we naturally say, oh, these, these are not good. I'm going to avoid them. And so these same adaptations, they distort our perception of reality without us realizing it because we internalize this conditioning. And so uh, this is happening right from the beginning. You know, we have emotions and then we try to feel better in some way. And then we pick up a conditioning that we're going to store in some aspect of our being, whether it's our body, our energy field, our emotional field, our mind, or beyond. So uh, these uh, sort of painful experiences, if you will, are are actually uh, life trying to show us that we are something bigger. So every time there's an emotional challenge, we, we actually have a choice of becoming more conscious or becoming less conscious. And so by becoming less conscious, we essentially uh, are identifying ourselves more with whatever limited uh, version of reality we have, uh, of of our view of ourselves. Uh, If we move towards expansion and letting go, that same challenging situation causes us to dismantle a part of our identity and go closer towards essence. Now, this uh, this choice is only available, if you will, if you are relatively conscious and relatively present. In other words, the emotion doesn't completely take you over. So all of those skills, and we talked about, you know, emotional intelligence, emotional competence, these things are, are really our ability to be with emotions, to flow with emotions, without overly personalizing them, and getting carried away with them. So that way we get to have a life experience which is rich because emotions, you know, both good and bad, are really ultimately very enriching. And uh, so this this uh, gravitational field, if you will, the example I use of sort of a rocket ship taking off from Earth, you know, it has to overcome quite a bit of gravity before it truly escapes and so as some of us might say, well, I want the, you know, I want to be free. I want to be free in the highest sense of the word. 
then we're going to face all these emotional um, blocks, all these contractions that we have picked up over time and having to revisit them and release them uh, so that they no longer are, are pulling us back to earth. So this is, this is sort of a, a, a progression, you know, as we peel off the layers of identity, we let go of the stories, and we can feel internally something is changing. We feel lighter, we feel clearer, we feel transcendent states of consciousness start becoming more accessible because we're no longer constantly thinking, thinking, thinking about um, some situation we're trapped in or maybe we were trapped in a few years back. So we, we are escaping from that, that field, uh, which for a lot of people shows up in their emotions and their thoughts. And so these end up being fairly compulsive, very gripping. And so we, we, as we relax our identity and the more we get in touch with essence, the more we get in touch with beingness, we have incredible power within us to release these things. So to me, just be uh, is something that regardless of where we are on the journey, we're able to tap into that state of beingness and access it. Why? Because that's who we are now. It's not something we will become at some point. Our essence has always been the same. So at any given point, we can say, I get it. I'm going to now access, tap into, and rest in my essence. And that's the world of beingness. I'd love to touch that word a little bit for people because there are going to be people in my audience that uh, essence is kind of a new concept for them. And then there are others that will understand it. And in a world where we see a lot of marketing or hear a lot of personal growth and self-help and uh, inspirational speakers talk about, you know, become more of who you really are. Uh, oftentimes those messages really do speak to more of an identity and more yeah. of an agenda or more of yeah. a need to fix or heal or take care of other people. Whereas essence is something completely different and it is an inner space that radiates outward. Speak a little bit to how you would frame essence uh, for individuals. Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that question. It's a great, great point because I, I see people hearing some of these uh, messages out there and everybody is interpreting it in their own way. And so depending on the current sense of identity, Somebody can take that as reinforcement of, oh, I, you know, I need to become, you know, a better business person or a better parent or a better friend or better whatever. Um, so, to me, um, if, if we were to look at who we are, you know, and let's start with where our typical sense of identity is. For for the majority of us, I would say, we are constantly fixated on this finite reality. And what do I mean by that? It's our physical world. It's the house we live in. Uh, it's, it's our bodies. It's our thoughts, our emotions, our possessions, our achievements, our work and family relationships and so on. So this to most people is like, oh, that's, what else is there? You know, that's, that's all we sort of focus on. 
But really, that is actually just the most superficial outer layer of our being. It is very important, no doubt. And it is pretty real. But it's hardly the main thing, so to speak. So um, the journey of evolution, actually, uh, is the journey of purification of consciousness, expansion of consciousness. And what happens as we go through that is we see that underneath this more superficial, finite layer, there is something else. It's like this energy that's flowing through the whole system, through us, through everything around us. And we can feel it and sense it. As soon as we notice it, we're like, oh yeah, it's right there. But for some reason, all these years, you know, I never paid attention to it. So it's a matter of just sort of settling in and starting to notice. Now, this energy is already taking us from the more physical orientation to the somewhat more subtle and non-physical orientation. Some would call it, we're getting into other dimensions. And if we continue with that progression, we find that the energy gets subtler and subtler and subtler and subtler until we find ourselves in a place that's full of light. And this is not some other place, so to speak. It's just a metaphor I'm using. Uh, It's our own inner nature. There is a light aspect to it. And this, uh, I'm not referring to our ordinary electromagnetic uh, light. This is a higher dimensional light. Uh, This is a higher vibration. Uh, This is sort of the underlying fabric of the universe, of creation. So this light nature is absolutely incredible. And each of these layers, as we go through them, we find more freedom, more expansion. And we're getting closer to essence. But beyond all of these things is our essence. So it's, it's actually something that is not trapped, that is not confined by, and not defined by any of the things we just talked about. It transcends all of them. So it's such a very fundamental aspect of who we are. It, is, it doesn't have any attributes, qualities, dimensions, so it's hard to say much about it, except that it's very much us, and it's always been us. And we simply have to pacify and calm down some of the more superficial aspects so we can glimpse it. And right, it's right there waiting for us. So this essence uh, is, is so, it's, it's you know, hiding in plain sight, so to speak. It's right there. And that's where this whole language of beingness comes from. Because as we rest in essence, as we um, engage with the relative realities, but don't get caught up in them. You know, we're living from a place of beingness. And we still function. In fact, we function incredibly well. Uh, so somebody else might say, it looks like you're doing all these things, but actually, internally, you are resting in this place of beingness, in your essence. And this essence, as it turns out, you notice, is fundamentally connected. You know, the connection aspect is just built into it. It's connected with everything. It's connected with what I call infinity, because infinity is the totality. It is the pure consciousness beyond creation, but it also pervades the entire creation. 
So we start noticing that really we are infinity in a package that looks very finite, but truly we are that infinity. And so this is the this is absolutely real experience where you feel incredibly deeply fulfilled, peaceful, content, calm, and whole. I really appreciate how you have phrased that and more so that you have provided within the book many practices to assist individuals in deepening into the different levels and layers so that they can touch infinity. The book is just rampant with all types of ways for individuals to move through the different levels of the body and tap into that essence, which is inherently within us. It is just awaiting our own awakening to ourselves. Uh, We are non-physical reality spanning across wide ranges of the reality continuum. In fact, most of creation is non-physical, ranging from the energetic blueprints just behind the physical reality to the subtlest vibrations within creation. Matter is the most manifest form, the last stage as creation percolates down to gossamer vibrations. Within non-physical reality, we first encounter the energy plane, vast realms ranging from the lower frequencies closer to the physical plane to the sublime higher frequencies that touch the celestial planes. Further out following the energy band are the glorious light planes whose super high frequencies brush against the edge of creation itself. There are increasing levels of fineness to vibration as it goes from gross to subtle, and there are corresponding planes of reality. These planes have their own rules, principles, and laws that apply to them. Even though we may think of ourselves as physical beings, an aspect of us is energy. Our beingness spans across physical to energy and well beyond. This is from the book, Just Be, Transform Your Life and Live as Infinity by Suresh Ramaswamy. He is a transformational teacher and a visionary entrepreneur passionate about igniting and catalyzing the transformation of humanity. With his background as an electrical engineer and technology executive, he brings an inspired yet pragmatic approach to elevating consciousness on our planet. Held in high regard by people around the world, Suresh's light-filled presence and guidance awakens them to their innermost essence. You can find out more about the book and Suresh at JustBe.org and make certain to take a look at Tasting Infinity, a transformative weekend retreat in California on October 26th and 27th. We'll be right back with Suresh Ramaswamy and Just Be. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want more? More joy? More abundance? More power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships? More empowered community? Greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. 
Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. My guest today is Suresh Ramaswamy, and we are discussing his book, Just Be. It is a power-packed book of information, insight, practices, and he takes what can be complex and makes it very simple and easy to digest if you're looking to integrate more into your life, integrate more into your essence, then I definitely recommend picking up this book. Creative intelligence is the mastermind that births vibratory creation, the fields of light. As the superintelligence overseeing the fields of light, creative intelligence also orchestrates this magnificent arising. The continuum of consciousness is co-emergent with vibratory creation. Vibration is concomitant with duality, the appearance of separation and multiplicity. There are four fundamental constructs to house dualistic creation. They would be vibration, time, space, and identity. These four elements provide an orienting medium for all unfoldments, including the journey of growth. These elements pervade the entire creation, from the subtlest to the grossest. Evolution and growth happen within this vibrational container. Welcome back, Suresh. I want to talk a little bit about awakening infinite radiance, uh, the different practices that allow for cultivating awareness. I think that what uh, most people are wanting is more presence and awareness, but also struggling with the distractions that come into their lives, and that can be distractions of money, relationships, career, family, uh, hurricanes, uh, all kinds of things that can take place. Uh, So what is it that allows air to take an individual into the direct experience of beingness, allowing them to have that rarefied and pure state of consciousness? Yes. So um, I love the the quote you read earlier on about uh, the four fundamental constructs that, that house creation. So, you know, sometimes we, we, 
we need to have some understanding of the context in which growth is happening. Uh, and so we, we have a tendency to take things as if they are absolute, they're the absolute truth. Uh, but all of these things, actually, vibration, time, space, identity, they are emerging within this vast container, and they are highly dynamic. And this is very key, because when we practice, we're dealing with um, these very, very fluid um, quantities, if you will. And so um, the air practice, what I call awakening infinite radiance, is um, there's actually practices like you mentioned throughout the book, but this is what I consider a core practice, which I recommend uh, for everyone, is uh, a set of four specific techniques. And each of these techniques uh, takes us deeper and deeper into this place where we're directly contacting our own essence and seeing it's part of this infinity. And so it, it starts with a technique where we are actually starting getting in touch with our breath because breath is something very accessible to us. And it's one of those key things which actually takes us from this sort of more physical orientation to something far deeper. So we start with breath, and we also connect with the body to start with, because we want to balance uh, within our physical system. So it's, it includes balancing the brain waves. It includes balancing the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. It includes all these internal control systems that are soothed and passivated, because that is required for us to now sense and uh, feel in a, in a subtler way. So the second technique then is, is uh, a technique which is now getting more and more, shall we say, subtle. So um, you, you are, in this case, repeating certain words mentally so that you are shifting to uh, the higher planes of energy and light internally. Uh, and that leads to a technique which is even subtler, where uh, we are essentially on, so to speak, on right on the edge between the physical and non-physical, uh, where we can make the leap uh, into infinity. Uh, and the fourth technique is, is just that. It's, it's simply being, where you have no particular thing that you are focused on and doing. Instead, you are fully open, receptive, and in touch with the infinity that you are. So these four practices, which was really, uh, you can do the entire thing in 20 minutes, uh, is very synergistic. These, in the, in the, uh, when done in this combination, uh, you start, you notice your consciousness uh, in the beginning, you notice where it's at in the end, you find it's in a sublime transcendental place uh, where beingness feels natural. And I think that's the key about beingness. We've actually all experienced beingness when we've been very relaxed, we've been perhaps out in nature, uh, or simply sitting um, in our backyard on a Saturday afternoon, when there's no agenda, no tension, no stress, you're open, flexible, and you let go of every thought that you have. You are in that state of beingness. So now we can, these practices, we can systematically inculcate this ability to access beingness in a very short period of time. And these techniques are more than a set of mechanical 
uh, techniques. Uh, I look at them as techniques that are really infused with the transformative quality. Uh, there's a vibrational support that's built into them so that when, when really somebody genuinely wants to dive deeper, you will find the techniques, the energy in the techniques is going to uplift you, support you, and help you transform uh, as you want to go deeper. So that's what the techniques are. Beautiful, beautiful. It is important that we take the time each day to settle in and to center and to open to the vastness. Uh, There's so much talk about... um, AI, artificial intelligence, that we're constantly seeking this outer universe when there's this inner universe that exists. So I love how you have IA instead, infinitude accelerator, (laughs) so that we move from AI to IA. (laughs) And I'm going to read a quick quote that you have here. Infinitude accelerator systematically Uh, systemically uh, engenders advancement of consciousness. It steadily propels us through ascension, helping us to realize and embody our infinite nature to greater and greater extent. This is a framework that quickens your journey to the pinnacle of personal growth, the state of infinitude that is even beyond enlightenment. Talk a little bit about Infinitude Accelerator. Sure. Um, So having looked at, you know, various wisdom traditions in my own journey and and having looked at people who have been on the journey for uh, quite some time, it led me to really this entire book, which is a distillation of what I feel is the most essential, most important pieces um, without the baggage that often comes with, uh, you know, traditions, you know. So to me, it boiled down to three questions. Um, that Infinitude Accelerator addresses. Uh, so it's Infinitude Accelerator is, is this framework uh, that helps you uh, understand the evolutionary journey. So since we get caught up so easily, the first point of focus is uh, in IAA is, am I really focused on my transformation? Because there's so many things happening in the world, in the family, all around us, we can get trapped into, I need to do this, that, and the other thing uh, to make things better. But here the focus is back on, am I uh, focused on my transformation? And second piece is, am I steadily growing, expanding, evolving? So that that steady piece is very critical, and and I'll I'll talk about how the framework uh, addresses that. And then the third piece is, Am I advancing in a balanced way? Uh, oftentimes, we latch on to perhaps a specific technique, specific practice, specific tradition, and we actually evolve and develop quite a bit, but only in a certain aspect of our consciousness. Mm-hmm. And there's other aspects that are relatively undeveloped. And at the end of the day, we, we, we had to go back and take care of that. So uh, this framework makes sure that right from the get-go that you are developing holistically uh, and in a balanced way. So what is the framework? The framework, uh, in, in very simple terms, it looks at the, at the journey of evolution in three distinct phases. Uh, the first phase is transcendence. Uh, and the second phase is integration. And the third phase is embodiment. So you transcend, you integrate, 
you embody. And uh, so what do each of these things mean? Well, transcendence is a very important first step because uh, otherwise we're, we're, you know, we're so caught up in the day-to-day reality, we don't have uh, a sense of what is this higher consciousness about? What are these higher dimensions about? What is essence really about? Because essence is something you can you know, spend all day trying to describe it, but the, the key is to directly experience it. So transcendence is a phase where we are directly experiencing these realities. And so, in a sense, it is like lifting ourselves up, you know, off the ground uh, and to the treetops, right? So you can see the entire forest, right, instead of just the floor of the forest. And as you look at the entire forest, you not only see the bigger picture, you can also see the sky, and you can see the infinity that is right there. So uh, transcendence uh, often involves practices like uh, cultivating awareness systematically. Uh, Meditative practices certainly are an important way of doing that. Uh, The second phase is the integration phase. Uh, so transcendence is just an incredible high because you, you experience this incredibly beautiful expansion. But we also notice that there's parts of us that are still stuck in some older model of reality. So parts of our identity uh, are, are still not quite there yet. So even though we are directly experiencing it, we, we need to pull all of us all the rest of us, if you will, to this uh, direct contact with infinity. So that's the integration phase where we uh, bring light to the places within us which are perhaps still in the shadows. So again, a very important piece. So we've developed in a uniform way. Um, And then finally, uh, the final piece is embodiment. Uh, You know, even after we've gotten it, there is, we are part of the system, we are part of a whole, and so embodiment is now radiating, sharing that light, sharing that uh, realization, if you will, with everyone and everything. So actually living from that place. Uh, and I want to thank you, you, Suresh, for living from that place and sharing your work with us in the world. My guest has been Suresh Ramaswamy, and his book is Just Be. I'm going to read a beautiful passage from Uber Love, The Highest Octaves of Love, a chapter within his book. Throughout our lives, we are in relationships with people and everything around us, animate and inanimate. The key to flourishing relationships is simply love. More precisely, it is being in love rather than doing love. And we are referring to not just romantic love. Being in love is a state that is not dependent on another person, their persona, or their behavior. We can be love. It is a state that you can choose to inhabit because it is not predicated on outer circumstances. There are no prerequisites or preconditions to love. You simply choose it because you want to. This is from the book Just Be. You can find out more at justbebook.org. Definitely check out Suresh and his upcoming event, uh, which is... October the 26th and 27th in California. 
entitled Tasting Infinity. Join me next week when my guest is Yoram Weiss. We are talking about you being your purpose. Uh, Yoram is a poetic writer and he makes a powerful contribution to the planetary shift in consciousness. So I look forward to having him on and diving deep into conversation. Thank you again, Suresh, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. And to my listeners, I look forward to being with you next week. In love, of love, with love and as love, be well. Thank you. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.